Day 166 of 365, the Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Psalm 74, verse 1 to 9. O God, Why have you rejected us so long? Why is your anger so intense against the sheep of your own pasture? Remember that we are the people you chose long ago, the tribe you redeemed as your own special possession. And remember Jerusalem, your home here on earth. Walk through the awful ruins of the city. See how the enemy has destroyed your sanctuary. There your enemies shouted their victorious battle cries. There they set up their battle standards, they swung their axes like woodcutters in a forest. With axes and picks they smashed and carved, smashed the carved panelling, they burned your sanctuary to the ground, they defiled the place that bears your name. Then they thought, let's destroy everything. So they burned down all the places where God was worshipped. Chapter 9, verse 32, chapter 10, verse 23. Meanwhile, Peter travelled from place to place, and he came down to visit the believers in the town of Lydda. There he met a man named Aeneas, who had been paralysed and bedridden for eight years. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your sleeping mat. And he was healed instantly. Then the whole population of Lydda and Sharon saw Aeneas walking around. And they turned to the Lord. There was a believer in Joppa named Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was always doing kind things for others and helping the poor. About this time she became ill and died. Her body was washed for burial and laid in an upstairs room. But the believers had heard that Peter was nearby at Lydda, so they sent two men to beg him, please come as soon as possible. So Peter returned with them, and as soon as he arrived, they took him up to the upstairs room. The room was filled with widows who were weeping and showing him the coats and other clothes Dorcas had made for them. But Peter asked them all to leave the room Then he knelt and prayed. Turning to the body, he said, Get up, Tabitha. And she opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then he called in the widows and all the believers and presented her to them alive. The news spread throughout the whole town and many believed in the Lord. And Peter stayed a long time in Joppa, living with Simon, a tanner of hides. In Caesarea there lived a man there lived a Roman army officer named Cornelius who was a captain of the Italian regiment he was a devout god-fearing man as was everyone in his household he gave generously to the poor and prayed regularly to god one afternoon about 3 o'clock he had a vision in which he saw an angel of god coming toward him cornelius the angel said cornelius stared at him in terror 
What is it, sir? he asked the angel. And the angel replied, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have been received by God as an offering. Now send some men to Joppa and summon a man named Simon Peter. He is staying with Simon, a tanner who lives near the seashore. As soon as the angel was gone, Cornelius called two of his household servants and a devout soldier, one of his personal attendants. He told them what had happened and sent them off to Joppa. The next day, as Cornelius's messengers were nearing the town, Peter went up on the flat roof to pray. It was about noon and he was hungry. But while a meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw the sky open and something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners. In the sheet were all sorts of animals, reptiles and birds. Then a voice said to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat them. No, Lord, Peter declared, I've never eaten anything that our Jewish law have declared impure and unclean. But this voice spoke again, Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. The same vision was repeated three times. Then the sheet was suddenly pulled up to heaven. Peter was very perplexed. What could the vision mean? Just then the men, sta- the men sent by Cornelius found Simon's house. Standing outside the gate, they asked if a man named Simon Peter was staying there. Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, Three men have come looking for you. Get up, go downstairs, and go with them without hesitation. Don't worry, for I have sent them. So Peter went down and said, I am the man you're looking for. Why have you come? They said, We were sent by Cornelius, a Roman officer. He is a devout and God-fearing man, well respected by all the Jews. A holy angel instructed him to summon you to his house so that he can hear your message. So Peter invited the men to stay for the night. The next day he went with them, accompanied by some of the brothers from Joppa. Samuel chapter 23 verse 8 to chapter 24 verse 25. These are the names of David's mightiest warriors. The first was Jashobim, the Hakomonite, who was leader of the three, the three mightiest warriors among David's men. He once used his spear to kill a hundred enemy warriors in a single battle. Next in rank among the three was Eleazar, son of Dodai, a descendant of Ahoah. Once Eleazar and David stood together against the Philistines when the entire Israelite army had fled. He killed Philistines until his hand was too tired to lift his sword and the Lord gave him a great victory that day. The rest of the army did not return until it was time to collect the plunder. Next in the rank was Shammah, son of Agi, from Harar. One time the Philistines gathered at Lehi and attacked the Israelites in a field full of lentils. The Israelite army fled, but Shammah held his ground in the middle of the field and beat back the Philistines. 
so the Lord brought about a great victory. Once during the harvest, when David was at the cave of Adullam, the Philistine army was camped in the valley of Rephaim. The three, who were among the thirty, an elite group among David's fighting men, went down to meet him there. David was staying in the stronghold at the time, and and a Philistine detachment had occupied the town of Bethlehem. David remarked longingly to his men, Oh, how I would love some of that good water from the well by the gate in Bethlehem. So the three broke through the Philistine lines, drew some water from the well by the gate in Bethlehem, and brought it back to David. But he refused to drink it. Instead, he poured it out as an offering to the Lord. The Lord forbid that I should drink this, he exclaimed. This water is as precious as the blood of these seven men who risked their lives to bring it to me. So David did not drink it. These are examples of the exploits of the three. Abishai, son of Zariah, the brother of Joab, was the leader of the thirty. He once used his spear to kill three hundred enemy warriors in single battle. It was by such feats that he became as famous as the three. Abishai was the most famous of the thirty and was their commander, though he was not one of the three. There was also Beniah, son of Jehoiada, a valiant warrior from Kabzeel. He did many heroic deeds, which included killing two champions of Moab. Another time on a snowy day, he chased a lion down into a pit and killed it. Once armed only with a club, he killed an imposing Egyptian warrior who was armed with a spear. Benaniah wrenched the spear from the Egyptian's hand and killed him with it. Deeds like these made Benaniah as famous as the three mightiest warriors. He was more honoured than the other members of the thirty, though he was not one of the three. And David made him captain of his bodyguard. Other members of the thirty included Asahel, Joab's brother, Elhananan, son of Dudu, from Bethlehem, Shammah from Haron, Elika from Harod, Helez from Pelon, Ira, son of Ikesh, from Tekoa, Abiezer from Anathon, Anathoth, Anathoth, Zibikai from Hushah, Zalmon from Ahoah, Mahari from Netopha, Heled son of Bachna, from Netophah, Ithai, son of Rebia, from Gibeah, in the land of Benjamin, Benanai, from Pirathon, Hurai, from Nahali Gash, Abi Albon, from Arabeth, Asmaveth, from Baruim, Eliahba, from Shalbon, the sons of Jashen, Jonathan, son of Shagi, from Hara, Ahaim, son of Shara, from Hara, Eliphelet, son of Ahashabi, from Macha, Eliam, son of Ahilothfel, from Giloch, Hezro, son of Hezro, from Carmel, Pari, from Arba, Igal, son of Nathan, from Zoab, Zobah, Bani from Gad, 
Zelek from Ammon, Naharai from Beeroth, the armour-bearer of Joab, son of Zariah, Ira from Jatir, Gareb from Jatir, Uriah the Hittite. The Hittite. There were 37 in all. Once again, the anger of the Lord burned against Israel and he caused David to harm them by taking a census. Go and count the people of Israel and Judah, the Lord told him. So the king said to Joab and the commanders of the army, Take a census of all the tribes of Israel, from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south, so that I may know how many people there are. But Joab replied to the king, May the Lord your God let you live to see a hundred times as many people as there are now. But why, my lord, the king, do you want to do this? But the king insisted that they take the census. So Joab and the commanders of the army went out to count the people of Israel. First they crossed the Jordan and camped at Aroer, son of the ta- south of the town in the valley, in the direction of Gad. Then they went on to Jazir, then to Gilead in the land of Tachtim, Hodishi, and to Dan Jan, and around to Sidon. Then they came to the fortress of Tyre, and all the towns of the Vittites and the Canaanites. Finally, they went south to Judah, as far as Beersheba. Having gone through the entire land for nine months and twenty days, they returned to Jerusalem. Joab reported the number of people to the king. There were 800,000 capable warriors in Israel who could handle the sword, and 500,000 in Judah. But after he had taken the census, David's conscience began to bother him, and he said to the Lord, Have I sinned greatly by taking this census? Please forgive my guilt, Lord, for doing this foolish thing. The next morning the word of the Lord came to the prophet Gad, who was David's seer. This was the message. Go and say to David, this is what the Lord says. I will give you three choices. Choose one of these punishments and I will inflict it on you. So Gad came to David and asked him, Will you choose three years of famine throughout your land, three months of fleeing from your enemies, or three days of severe plague throughout your land? Think this over and decide what answer I should give the Lord who sent me. I am in a desperate situation, David replied to Gad. But let let us fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is great. Do not let me fall into human hands. So the Lord sent a plague upon Israel that morning, and it lasted for three days. A total of 70,000 people died throughout the nation, from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south. But as the angel was preparing to destroy Jerusalem, the Lord relented and said to the death angel, Stop, that is enough. At that moment, the angel of the Lord was by the threshing floor of Aruna, the Jebusite. When David saw the angel, he said to the Lord, I am the one who has sinned and done wrong, but I, but these people are as innocent as sheep. What have they done? Let your anger fall against me and my family. That day, Gad came to David and said to him, Go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite. So David went up to do what the Lord had commanded him. When Aruna saw the king and his men coming toward him, he came and bowed before the king with his face to the ground. Why have you come, my lord? The king, Aruna asked. David replied, I have come to buy your threshing floor 
and to build an altar to the Lord there, so he will stop the plague. Take it, my lord the king, and use it as you wish, Aruna said to David. Here are oxen for the burnt offering, and you can use the threshing boards and ox yokes for wood to build a fire on the altar. I will give it to you. I will give it all to you, your majesty, and may the Lord your God God accept your sacrifice. But the king replied to Aruna, No, I insist on buying it, for I will not present a burnt offering to the Lord my God that have cost me nothing. So David paid him fifty pieces of silver for the threshing floor and the oxen. David built an altar there to the Lord and sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings. And the Lord answered his prayer for the land and the plague on Israel was stopped.